0: There and welcome to day one hundred and ninety of Don't Forget Your Worth, the podcast and matching YouTube channel titled Just the Same. I'm Andrea. I'm at one hundred and ninety days of three hundred and sixty-five days of a Miracle Story, and I normally just kind of dig in, but I'll tell you what, I just kind of have to set the tone of what kind of week, what kind of day it's been. I need to be that vulnerable to just say, Hey, I think you know how amazing my worship was last Sunday. I've told you, it was unbelievable. My week. It was unbelievable. The things that the Lord is doing to just stretch me and show me different things. So, anyway, so remember when I started this podcast, day one, I had no idea when my feet hit the floor that day that the Lord was going to ask me to put in my notice where I was living. None. I had absolutely none. And so I didn't know that it was going to send us on this little journey together of those property and All this highs and lows and heartstrings and loss and broken contracts. And all. I'm like, whoa, I didn't sign up for this. I sure didn't sign up for showing everybody all of this stuff that I'm going through. So I kid you not, I get to this Friday and I'm just going to be honest. Yesterday, I was like, oh, I'm so excited. It's the weekend because finally, with everything else going on at work, I can go see this property. And this property, I'm telling you, I was like, you know what? This could be it. This could be why my other three transactions didn't work. It's like a property that I could use for the glory of God. It has a lodge. It has seven cabins. It has beautiful property, great views, five fishing ponds. This could be this could be it. And so I'm thinking, this could be it. And look, what do you know? You know, the gal says, hey, if you're going to use it for the Lord, I'm going to give you a discount. The gal says, hey, if you're able to do the remodeling. I don't have to charge you the remodeling price. And so I'm like, you know what? I could actually do this. Obviously, I'm in interiors. I get things that cost. I'm like, this could be well why everything fell apart. And I'm just so excited to get to the weekend, so excited to finally have the time today to go see this thing. And I'm telling you what, the Lord was just on me. And I was like, you've got to be kidding me. What? And yet he's like, this is not what I showed you. And he was right. Imagine that. The Lord was right. I was wrong. And yet I still was like, you know, I just felt like maybe this was a step. This is the first thing. Like, this is the step to get to what you showed me. And yet he's like, it's not a stretch. And I'm like, what do you mean? I can afford it. And... The thing is, is the Lord doesn't get the glory unless it's a stretch, unless there's a story of this wouldn't be possible all on my own. It like, and let me tell you what he's shown me would not be possible on my own. (laughs) And yet I just thought it was a step. And, you know, so we kind of, I don't know what I want to say, kind of dickered a little bit. I just was frustrated and Yet he was absolutely right. He's like, what you're telling me is that what I've shown you is not a good plan. And you're actually showing me that you don't believe it, which means you don't trust. You don't trust what I'm doing for you, and you don't trust that I can do it. And you're it essentially is unbelief, if you will. It's unbelief. I mean, it was like I was just caught. I was caught. I was. He's absolutely right. He's absolutely right. If it's not a stretch, then... He does not get the glory for it. And he's absolutely right. I have been somewhat disappointed. I'm like, this is not a good plan. I'm exhausted. <laughs> I'm tired of waiting. <laughs> I'm, you know, And yet he's right. It isn't what he showed me. Um, the person that I'm to minister with isn't here yet. Um, there's all of these variables that would say, mm, no. And he's absolutely right. I would have taken from... I would have taken from this amazing story that I do think, you know, as of talking to him, it will still play out. But I would have taken it from him. I would have taken it from the person that I'm to meet. I I would have taken it from both of us. And so, you know, it's just trusting. But anyway, I know that's a lot. I don't usually tell you this, but I just believe because he did that the very day that I launched this podcast. I have to share that with you so that he does get the glory when he fulfills what he promised to me if i could only just believe him right and i do so anyway if i sound tired i am a big old dummy because i watched a faith film tonight which i love called i still believe it's a story of jeremy camp <laughs> true story the songwriter true story And um, his bride, Melissa. I don't want to spoil it for you, but let me tell you, it has a sad ending. (laughs) So I'm like, wow, really? I get to go read on the podcast? That'll be awesome. (laughs) I'm keeping my commitment to you guys. You know that. But we're in it together, you guys. I can't even help it. So I found a story tonight. I remember well. It's called The Walking Dead. And so it begins. My sisters in Christ were slowly gathering around the conference table in the church's study room, as we had for almost 52 solid weeks every Wednesday night. I love that reference point right there, because that's what you and I are sharing together. 52 solid weeks together, you guys. One miracle story every day. It was a simple conference room with two long banquet tables squished together, surrounded by stackable plastic and metal school chairs. The long bulbs of the fluorescent lights buzzed overhead like the constant guest in the room. I usually tried to greet each woman that came into the room, but this night my heart was bland and narrow and my greetings were quiet and shy. Something was so very different that night. Heavy, like a funeral, silent, like life was about to die. What was it? If it wasn't packed away, I tell you, I would pull that old workbook right out. It would be worn over 12 years now, red cover, black binding, tear-stained pages, popcorn grease, mascara-laden fingerprints in the handwriting of a woman much younger and much more naive than me. I I should have written than I am. I can picture the large black capital letters, Disciple, that had sat by my bed and on the kitchen counter and on the bathtub surround, on the stairs, or the passenger seat of the car for months and months as the Lord's preparation was truly changing my whole life through intense study and intimate time with him. I didn't even know that I was dead until I was truly living. I hadn't learned yet that if I wanted to live, that I was going to have to die to my old ways. This night, we had to state our commitment to radical living and radical faith. Are you in or are you out? I loved her huge, warm smile. Her beautiful long hair and tall strides could not be missed every step that she took. She was radiant. She sat at the table with her workbook open wide to pages covered in blue pen, and her candid heart just shared it. I don't know. I don't think it's for me. I think it's too soon. She looked down at her pages and looked up again. As she spoke really uncertain. I just don't think it's for everybody. I don't think it's for me right now. I wanted to cry. No, I wanted to baby ball. Mm -mm, No, I wanted to drown myself in my ever loving tears. And I couldn't even, even let it show that her rejection of him affected me that much. I couldn't hear anybody else, not one, until the disclosures rounded the table closer and closer to me, and my heart was pounding loud in my ears, and I just bit my lip, and I shook my head with tears welling steeper and higher, about to burst a cracked dam. Say something. At least say something. I nodded my head, and the tears just fell. And Jesus and the high heavens knew with just the nod of my head. I mean it. I really, really mean it. I'm all in. With that very confession, my white picket fence life came crashing down one picket by one. Shook and shaken and stirred and shattered. Some days when I thought things couldn't get any worse, they just did. Days where I've been so afraid to love something, anything, so very much that I've just yelled at him with both hands wide open and said, fine, here, go ahead and just take it. I love it. I absolutely love it, but just take it. And then he does. He does because he loves me. He does because he is preparing me. He does because he wants me to trust him. He does because he wants me close to him. He wants me to look like him. Scripture says that when we gain the white picket fence, we lose our souls. That's why when you, quote, have it all, you feel bored and restless like there has to be more to life than this, there is, but while we remain quote me centered, we will not even notice that we are the walking dead. Scripture also tells us that in order to gain eternal life, that we surrender our desires cheerfully, completely forgo the, whoops completely forego them, and we endure suffering and persecution, and still remain faithful to him and his ordinances, praising his name and his ways. (laughs) If you could see me, my hand is in the air, worshiping the confirmation of those words that I needed. We continue, even under suffering and persecution, we remain faithful to him and his ordinances, praising his name and his ways. Jesus, in this world, one just sounds so much more desirable than the other. Our culture, our society, and our economy just craves the white picket fence. Generation me. Are you in or are you out? Can you hear Jesus, his very self, say that to you? Whispering that just to you. Can you hear him asking you? So, are you in or are you out? Would you really, really, really trust me in all things? Would you give it all up for me? Would you give that to me? He wants all of you, every facet of your life. He wants you that close to him. He wants you close the maker, he made you, he loves you, I'm in, I love you, Mm-mm-mm. okay, so once again, like I say, I don't usually have scriptures at the end, but there are scriptures here, so I'll tell you what, I'm counting on the Lord to use them, so I'll read them to you, Matthew ten thirty nine, from John Gill's commentary, which is my absolute fave, He that findeth his life shall lose it. That man that seeks to preserve his life and the temporal enjoyments of it, by a sinful compliance with his friends in the world, and by a denial of Christ or non-confession of him, if he is not, by the providence of God, deprived of the good things of life, and dies a shameful death, both which are sometimes the case of such persons, Yet he is sure to lose the happy and eternal life of his soul and body in the world to come so that the present finding of life or the possession of it on such sinful terms will in the issue prove an infinite and irreparable loss unto him. On the other hand, Christ observes, (laughs) Jesus, that was thick, (laughs) he that loses his life for my sake shall find it, that man that is willing to forgo the present advantages of life, to suffer reproach and persecution, and lay down his life cheerfully for the sake of Christ and his gospel, for the profession of his name, rather than drop, deny, conceal, or neglect any truth and ordinance of his, shall find his soul possessed of eternal life, as soon as separated from his body, and shall find his corporal life again in the resurrection morn to great advantage, and shall live with Christ in soul and body in the utmost happiness to all eternity. Amazing the difference. So he's saying, he that findeth his life shall lose it. He that loses." his life for my sake, she'll find it. Amazing. Amazing. So I ask you this day, are you in or are you out? And it's something to think about. And I'll pop in tomorrow. You know, I'll have already bathed in worship. I've told you I'm going to reach out to this couple I did cheat and looked online today. (laughs) I found out that yes, I believe for everything, they're both still living. But I did see that Wally, the gentleman, he just celebrated his 96th birthday. (laughs) I am so excited to talk to them. I can't even tell you. And so I'll bless you out with that story. Hopefully tomorrow. Hopefully they'll pick up the line. Talk to you then. Have a great night.